My name is Angelique Velez. I am the CEO and founder of Breakups to Makeup, and you are listening to the Hey Glow Friend podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If this episode is of any value to you, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend, as that is the only way I'm going to be able to spread the word about the podcast. So thank you so, so much in advance. And also, I am running a contest where you have uh, the chance to win a super cute Hey Glow Friend tote. All that you have to do is leave a review wherever you are listening. All right, girlfriend, so I have a treat for you today. Today, I actually have an interview that I did with mentees from the Rose to Hope organization. So a couple weeks back, I had interviewed the president of the organization, Hillary, Hillary Vargas. And I believe, let me take a peek if I could find it quickly and probably I won't be able to. I'll put the link in the show notes to the previous interview, but it was an amazing, amazing um, interview with Hillary. If you are someone that is looking to start your own nonprofit organization, it's definitely an episode to listen to. She gives a lot of advice in there as well. Um, But this specific interview is with some of her mentees from the organization itself. And we, with Breakups to Makeup, we're actually running a fundraiser right now. If you've been following us on social media, you may have seen it over there already. But you have a chance to win um, one of our makeup clutches that we just dropped with an artist with an artist called Age Cake. So it's one of our artist collabo makeup clutches. Four of them specifically. They're all one of a kind, hand painted by Adri herself. Um, and you have a chance to win one of the clutches. So all that you have to do is buy a raffle ticket. Each raffle ticket is five dollars, and we also have a bundle option for thirty dollars, where uh, you will get two tickets, two tickets to go to each drawing for each of the clutches. If that makes sense. So there's four clutches. You'll get two tickets per clutch with the bundle option, um, and all of the proceeds are going to go to the Rose to Hope. Uh, organization. Um, it's a nonprofit organization and there's a lot of info in this podcast in regards to what the, what the organization is and what it stands for. But I basically met Hillary at a People in, a People in Espanol event and we, we clicked immediately. Um, and she had me come in and speak to the mentees a while back and I just fell in love with them. They were so amazing and the questions that they had were just so thoughtful. A lot of them want to be entrepreneurs. A lot of them want to take the path less chosen. And they are all so smart and so um, passionate about what it is that they want to do. And I just really appreciate the questions. And I fell in love with the organization after that. So I want to do as much as possible to help support the organization. Right now, in the midst of COVID, they were affected dramatically, like the programs that Miss Hillary normally puts on for them. She she can't do. She's transitioned virtually to them, for them. And she's been putting on a lot of things for them virtually. And I want to help support in any way that we are able to. So once again, I will put the 
the link to the fundraiser itself within the show notes, but the fundraiser is going to be going from February 15th to March 15th. So you have a full month to participate. Please spread the word. Like I said, raffle tickets are only $5 um, and every little bit helps. You can even, even if you're not interested in winning one of the clutches, you can just go and bid and then just leave us a note or dm me and let me know that you're just donating um to the cause and that you're not interested in winning one of the clutches and also hillary has graciously um said that she can also send you an email for tax purposes to show that you have donated to the organizations to use for tax purposes as well so uh we could definitely do that too but thank you so much for all of your help um the kids within this program it is definitely something that i feel like more more young young adults need um and once you hear them and their stories here i think you're going to agree with me um so glow friends thank you so much for tuning in and just a little point as well um the young adults and i don't want to call them kids because they're they're older the young adults that we interviewed within this podcast they were super nervous so it really is one of my favorite episodes tune in listen to what they have to say i would love to hear what you think head on over to the hey glow friend podcast and let's talk the Hey Glow from podcast, heading over to the Hey Glow from Facebook group and we can talk about it over there as well. But I hope you enjoy today's episode. And until next time, when I shine, you shine, we shine together, Glow friend. Bye. Hey, Glow friends, welcome back to the show. I have a special treat for you today. I am with the Rose to Hope organization, the founder, Hillary, as well as five of her mentees. And we are gonna talk a little bit about the organization, um, what the mission is, what their experience has been, and about the fundraiser that we're doing. So Hillary, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us again back to your podcast. Oh, yes. I've heard you were just on the, you're like a. <laughs> <laughs> just last month, I think I was on it. Yes, yeah. I think so. Oh, I'm, well, I'm happy to have you back again. Thank if you, you. If you could just explain briefly about Rose to Hope one more time for all of us in case we have some new listeners. Absolutely. So first and foremost, thank you again for having us. Today is exciting because I get to have some of my mentees with me. Um, I'm the founder and president of Rose to Hope. We're a 501c nonprofit organization. We have chapters um, and mentees throughout the U.S., five major states that we're in. And what we do is help youth and young adults believe in themselves and provide hope inspiration and opportunities that they may not see in their communities, in their schools, and really just encourage them that no dream is too small or that they cannot accomplish. Many of them um, come from very hardworking immigrant parents. Many of them have uh, gone through a lot of obstacles and trauma and negativity. And I think, you know, we live in a society that we're quick to judge, to judge our young people of color. So what we do is um, we open the doors to them and we show them love and we tell them that they are extraordinary and something that we preach and really believe is that our young people um, are the future leaders and it's really what the world needs right now, especially right now. And um, and as the future goes, it's we need them and we need to believe more in them and not judge them based on their skin color, their past mistakes or, or just generational mistakes of um, family. So um, thank you so much for having us. You know, I, I, as you know, the head of this organization, I love my mentees. I think I'm 
very blessed. They'll tell you that I've helped them and inspire them, but they inspire me every single day. There isn't a day where I don't get up and I don't fight for them because I truly believe in them and they're each and every one of them an extraordinary human being. And I'm I'm very, very lucky and blessed that they trust me in their journey and that they'll have me and all the mentors with them in their journey. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Heller. I don't even know how to follow up on that. That was such a good intro. Um, so if you guys didn't notice by now, we are actually having a really awesome fundraiser for Rose to Hope. So I will leave the link in the show notes, but take a look at the really cool custom-made bags that we are auctioning off. So you have a chance to win one of those bags, or you could literally just donate to the organization itself. And I will make sure to have that link in the show notes as well. Uh, but let's get this party started. So I would love love if we could kind of go around and I'll have I'll unmute each of you and just say your name kind of where you're from and then what brought you into Rose to Hope how does that sound to everyone all right cool so Joanne I'm gonna put you on the spot because you know it's gonna happen um so Joanne let's go with you first hi as you all know my name is Joanne um I have been with the Rose to Hope organization for about um, I would say about six months now. So since like September, 2020, um, I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. And so I actually, I've actually met Miss Hillary um, when she came to my high school, Highlander Charter School. And she had spoke to my senior class, but I was one of the people that was very shy. So I like stepped back, but I listened to everything that she said. And so um, one of my friends, she's in this organization as well, but she wasn't able to be here tonight. Um, her name's Alina. And Alina had spoke to me one night, just telling me like, oh, like Miss Hillary this, Miss Hillary that. And I was just like, oh my God, like, I love her. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm always listening to your, to your, um, you know, your calls and stuff. And like how we always have meetings. And she was just like, well, like, I didn't know you wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, but like, you know, I'm a little shy. Like, that's not really me. And once I did the application because she told Miss Hillary and she was like, just, just do the application, um, you know, give it a chance because I'm a person, I tend to miss out on a lot of opportunities. Well, I used to, because now being in this organization, I'm not missing out on no opportunities. Here is not going to take over. I am going to try my best on everything. Um, but yeah, so at the time, you know, she was just like, just do it and see what happens. And that's how I got into the organization. And ever since then, it has been countless of opportunities, countless of blessings, and I am so grateful for the experience, so. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, can we, Arlene, I'm just kind of going in order the way I see you guys on my screen. So Arlene, can you, un there we go, perfect. Yeah, hi, how are you? I am good. Good, um, I've heard about you, I've seen your bags, <laughs> but I haven't officially met you till now. Um, and uh, I'm a little nervous. Oh, please. I don't know. Don't be. <laughs> don't be. We're just um, a casual conversation. All the Glow Friend listeners completely understand. Everyone that comes on here is always nervous. So don't be worried. Go ahead. Tell us um, a little so, bit about Okay. So uh, I met Miss Hillary like a very, very long time ago. Nine years ago. <laughs> nine years ago. Well, is it nine years? Yeah, it's been nine. This year's going to be nine years. She's my longest mentee. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. 
Um, so I met her, um, well, I'm from New Jersey, but originally from Colombia. So I migrated when I was seven here. Um, what brought me to the organization was uh, I hit a really low point in my life where I was going to commit suicide. And after that, I was always looking for something like a, a guidance or something. And I ended up bumping into Miss Hillary. And what I like about the organization is that she tailors um, what she does to each of us. Like she'll talk, have a conversation with each of us and she'll know what we need. Like what I need is different than what um, Dory might need or Katya might need. And she knows like, sorry, it, just my phone like disconnected. Um, she just knows like what to say when we like when we need it like when we're not being like ourselves when we're not um a hundred percent when we're like down she just knows like okay well what's going on what happened to get us back on track to get us moving forward and that's why I love the org because it was like a safe space to kind of grow to somebody who believed in you and um you weren't exactly believing in yourself and still like there's days where I feel like that but um, I've seen it grow since we started. I've seen like all the amazing young people that are here um, and also the new ones that we um, bring in and just watch them become like a family and support each other, uh, root for each other. It's been great. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's just like, it's just a family and there's always that, always giving back to the community in some way. So like she also teaches us to give back um, what you, Get what you what's the saying um I can't remember the saying right now Give is what you get back yeah so we do what Arlene is yep. saying one of the biggest emphasis and they all know this is to always remain humble and to always never forget where you come from and that there's necessity everywhere around us and we do big part of the org is our acts of kindness so um some of them um contribute themselves some of them help me raise money some of them do uh you know creative stuff and so we always as an organization no matter what they're going through we always remember to give back to those less fortunate it's a big push that we do um and i just want to echo um arlene is, is phenomenal you know she's been with me for so long but she didn't say this but she's in the front lines she's 10 weeks away from actually finishing medical school She's right now in New York City in the front lines, her and her fiance. So thank you to shout out to everyone who's there fighting, you know, cause it's a very um, scary time. And so we wanna appreciate all the EMTs and, and doctors and nurses and even um, the people that clean everything. Like, you know, so she's actually in the front line of everything going on and her story is phenomenal because she really thinks she wasn't worthy or smart enough or capable enough. And I love sharing her story because like her and Dory immigrated here and they're like the epitome of what we call the American dream and inspiring for those that do come here thinking that they can, you know, um, reach to nothing. And she's soon to be uh, one of the, you know, phenomenal Latina doctor in the East Coast who I know will make a difference and influence many people. Congratulations, Arlene, and thank you so much for everything that you're doing. That is awesome. Thank you. You're so, and I think the other thing, is it okay to ask ages, Miss Hillary? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Arlene, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? No, 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 um, I'm 32. So when I started, I was 25, I believe. Okay. And Joanne? I'm 19. Okay just so the, the listeners can hear the range of age groups happening. And I know you just mentioned Dory, so let's go on over to him. <laughs> oh, I was not ready for that. Um, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous, which doesn't happen often. 
It's okay. Don't worry. Um, but I'm, my name is Dory. Um, I am from Providence, Rhode Island. I immigrated from Haiti about four years ago now, not long ago. And I met Miss Hilary through um, a, a teacher, not teacher, he was running a, a STEAM program at my school. And he told me about this summer program that Rose to Hope was, was offering, the Rose Initiative. And he told me that um, I, I should apply for it. And the program was to go to New York for about three days and we would spend, we'd spend three days there and Five days, Dory. Five, five days. days. Yes. Five <laughs> days. Don't cut it short. <laughs> and then we would visit organizations like stopping organizations like Uber, um, Nickelodeon, and so on in New York City, and it was really fun. Um, and throughout the uh, um, like the Rose the Rose Initiative um, brought like everyone together, um, especially like so. There's this uh, my friend RJ who went to my school. I didn't really know him from like from my school. I never met him before, but I I saw him during the summer there and we became really close by the end of the program and that's like the Rosen like Rose to Hope is like a really close family and even the, the new people here I'm sure when we have another initiative like that I'm gonna get close to you guys as well um but um let's hope that COVID doesn't ruin it um <laughs> this year next year um but Miss Hilaria has um, always been there for me um if, whenever I need anything I would just text her and be like can we um have a, a meeting or like, can we talk? Um, I had to apply for college and um, throughout the, um, the application process, I had to like um, figure out what to write in my, my essay. And I talked to Miss Hilary, I talked to, and figure out like what my topic would be and she helped me through it. And, you know, I had success writing my, my first college essay. And, and right now I am currently in Providence College in Providence, Rhode Island, and I am a freshman um so yeah congratulations That's thank you you're doing in management um if anyone wants to know um, yeah and dory's being very humble because when he first immigrated here he self-taught himself english he's very you know persistent and motivated and uh extremely humble um and his story is phenomenal because he just literally immigrated here four years ago and uh you know, they're, they're all amazing in their own right, but it's, 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 I love that he shared something and I want to emphasize this, you know, sometimes a lot of us, you know, go to school with different kinds of people, maybe people who not necessarily we have the opportunity to meet, or maybe we think that we may not get along with them or know them. And so when we do the Rose Initiative, Rose Initiative is a project that we founded and started in New York City. We fly them in, bring them in from all different states, New Orleans, New Jersey, uh, Rhode Island, everywhere. We had Colorado girls. Um, we pay for everything. We raise over 10 grand and we go to five Fortune 500 companies. We go to 15 plus companies, Spotify, you, you know, Rock Nation, Uber, like Dory said. And his year was the last year we got to do it because obviously we know what happened last year and this year we'll see what happens. But either way, it's a fantastic project. Um, and one of the things that the organization focused on is not just talking to them, and, but also showing them what's out there. And I think a lot of times our young people get discouraged um, 
to think that because they're of color, because they come here, um, they may not be able to be at the elevated position of a CEO or VP. So when we take them to these companies and they're like, wow, Ms. Hill, like they're treating us like celebrities, they're treating us like we are important because they are. And so that's why that project was started. And uh, Dory's, you know, that initial class of that year was fantastic. And we had a blast. And so we all stay in the house. Um, I obviously I'm with them all the time, but it's fantastic because it forces them to get to know each other at a deep level, not an artificial level and not just by appearances. And so that has built really great friendships among themselves. And they still, you know, they joke around, you know, we joke around that Dory's going to be, you know, billionaire by the time he's 21 investing in RJ's restaurant. Like those are kind of like, we, we kind of become that family and support of one another. And the fantastic thing is that all of the young people come from different backgrounds, different religions, different races, different experiences. But when you can emerge them together, it's where kindness and compassion, empathy is where we're teaching them that the world is better when we get to understand one another instead of hating and having all these judgments for one another and you know Dory that year really really RJ was going through some stuff and he his his empathy and his kindness changed RJ completely and RJ speaks about it today so you know Dory's another fantastic young person and um, very honored and privileged to have him and everyone else with me. Oh, and Dory, I remember from when I was talking, you had such great questions. They were blowing me away from when um, I had the conversation with you guys. So I absolutely remember that. Um, and I think, did you mention your age by any chance? I did not, but I turned 17 four months ago. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, we will move on to Lewis. I caught him off guard. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You guys hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Lewis. Um, I'm 17. I'll be 18 in March. I'm originally from New Haven, Connecticut, but I live in East Providence, Rhode Island now. I met Miss Hillary the same way Joanne met Miss Hillary, but you know, Alina happens to be my sister, my older sister. I I personally just didn't really know about Rose to Hope until that day, and I talked to Miss Hillary, and you know I saw what it was about, and then it wasn't until a couple of weeks later my sister kept pushing Rose to Hope down my throat, like you should apply, you gotta apply. Miss Hillary's interested in having you. The thing for and sisters, I'm, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she kept pushing it down my throat, and I'm just like, like, what do you want from me? You know, that's what that's what I thought. So Alina kept doing. So Alina kept doing that. And, and I'm just like, fine, you know what, I'll apply, whatever. I'll, I'll do it so you can just get off my back. So I did. And when I was applying, you, there was a list of questions, obviously. And there was one particular question where it said I needed two recommendation letters from my school. And I had to be honest in my application. I told Ms. Hillary, I don't have, I can't get two recommendation letters because no teacher in my school wants me in any, any kind of these programs because you know, my school thinks, you know, I'm a burden on the school. My school doesn't like me. My school doesn't believe in me. My school just doesn't, you know, they don't, they don't see the potential that I used to see in myself. And it wasn't until I applied and Miss Hillary took me out of nowhere without me having two recommendation letters. And it wasn't until when she took me in where she saw my potential and she brought the fire back in me, you know, having a couple conversations with her and she just threw me right in the fire. She's like, oh, you know, we're having a podcast this day. You should join. Or, you know, you definitely got to join. So I'm just like, all right. Whatever. 
And it wasn't until then where I'm just like, you know, I'm really hooked on Rose to Hope. Miss Hillary, she's just been an inspiration, you know. And she's not paying us to say this either. This is from the heart. <laughs> she's not paying us to say this. I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot. I'm talking a lot. I'm trying to get the nerves <laughs> no, off. No, no, no. It's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just being honest. She's been an inspiration not only to me, but everybody. You know, Alina is also my sister. She's an inspiration too. I look up to Alina. I've always said Alina's my, you know, probably my biggest inspiration. With the stuff that she went through and how she motivates me every day, and it's just crazy because not everybody gets to do stuff with their sibling and grow with their sibling, and just to see the sibling grow. And Miss Hillary, you know, with her platform, she's given us that chance to, you know, for us to grow as siblings and as individuals and as young adults. So I, you know, so I thank her for that every day, and the fact that she checks up on us every day and sees how we're doing and. You know, just 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 wants to know everything that's going on. She doesn't, you know, obviously she cares about our career and our future, but she wants to know how we are as individuals first. That comes first because if we're not in the right, if we're not in the right space, you know, she'll she'll make time out of her day, you know, to make you know anything happen to make your day better. And you know, if you got something on your mind, she's she's there to talk to. She's just a she's just an amazing person and amazing mentor all around. I can't thank her enough for taking me in because she didn't have to take me in. You know, I. Um, I'm kind of getting emotional. I'm sorry. Um, um, but on that application, I just didn't, I just didn't have any requirements, any any academic requirements she asked for. I didn't have it. Recommendation letters, I didn't have it. You know, if I was passing, I didn't have it. And she, she, she took a big risk on me. And you know, um, I'm I'm pushing to graduate this year, and I actually made up a science credit this year. You know, because Miss Hillary kept pushing me and. You know, I just can't thank her enough because if I wasn't in Roast of Hope, I probably would have been dropped out in high school right now, not knowing what I would do for my future. So, you know, she kind of, you know, dug me from, from under the grave and brought me back six feet up. And, you know, she resurrected a kid that was so energetic and just so positive at one point and to the point where I just wanted to give up. I just, I, I wanted to commit suicide at one point. And she just, she just, you know, made a kid's dream come true of, trying to be successful and pushing for his dreams and you know that that's that's what I think was the hope for that's what I think Miss Hillary for because without her I wouldn't be here Hmm. <laughs> that takes me back a little bit because it's like you know and I love that and thank you Louis that was beautiful you know and I, I want to emphasize this too you know one of the things we do in the organization is I think a lot of times we judge our young people. We forget that they're human beings who've gone through um, things. We forget that we kind of teach them to be robotic, go to school, be a certain way, forget about it. Some of them, you know, have experiences that are traumatic. And, uh, you know, Lewis and her and his sister are phenomenal beyond. I've had his sister for two years as well. And it's interesting because society would dictate for me not to take them in. For me, you know, I was told that they, you know, and I've had kids like this in the past as well, um, that it'd be a waste of time. And I don't believe any young person, as long as you're willing to work, because the program is not an easy program. You still have to show up on time. You got to do the work. This program is, you know, um, accountability 100%. But I think that, you know, you have a young person like Lewis and his sister who were just, you know, kind of wanting to have people in their life to believe in. You know, Alina would say, you know, Miss Hilly, you're one of the few Latina women that I get to, to see successful who came from low housing, who came from sort of my streets. 
similar to me and you've mounted something you've you know and so Louis is an incredible young person like you speak to him you get to know him it's like how can you not fall in love with his heart um and unfortunately I think we judge our young people based on their transcripts on their past and we've all made mistakes there's not one human being on this planet that can't say I've messed up you know and so if we believe in second chances then I think that we need to stop the judgment and and give them a shot and when you give a young person like Lewis a shot he was honest with me and I think he expected me to turn him around and be like no I'm sorry you know because I think that's expectation for you know we have kids across the board and so when I was like no like you're in he's like really like I remember that he was like really like are you sure and then even through you know um the school and stuff like that, he's still one of my guys. And, you know, the great thing of having a nonprofit is that although we work with schools, we're not, I get to choose first and foremost who I pick and how I mentor. And that's why we started Roads to Hope because of, um, you know, students like, you know, Lewis to give him also a platform and opportunity to show the world that he's an extraordinary human being and he's going to come out and mount to something. And I can't imagine losing someone like him or like Arlene or like, you know, Elena, you know, even a kid that is great on paper, like Dory has stuff that he's going through. We all have stuff. So it's, it's, it's such a phenomenal thing and it's such a powerful thing to hear that. So it was beautiful, absolutely incredible. Um, and, you know, shout out to any young person who feels discouraged, who may not have teachers or any support, like, please reach out, like, don't lose hope, reach out to Rosa Hope or reach out to other organizations, because there's many people out there that do believe in you. So don't, I, I want to emphasize this because we've seen a spike in, in suicide and depression and drug abuse and um, in young people, especially young people of color. Um, and so I think Latinos with the black community in the Asia, we have some of the most hardworking young people in this planet. It's just, they just need an opportunity. Like the way we like to feel when somebody gives a compliment, they like to feel that too. And so, you know, some schools are not equipped with that, unfortunately. There's not enough representation of color in schools. There's not enough psychologists. There's not enough mentors. And that's where we come in and kind of fill in that gap. So, you know, shout out to Lewis and any other young person out there who ever felt lost or discouraged, just keep going. There's great people out there who will believe in you and will help you. Thank you, Hillary. And thank you, Lewis, for sharing. I had a follow-up question for you, Lewis, really quick before you mute yourself. Um, you said you've been with the program for how long? Um... I think it's going to be a year, about June, July. For six, yeah, a year. That's right. Yeah, about a year. And June and July is probably going to be a year. Okay. And you said now, just because the audio, Glow Friends, just so you're aware, so there are seven people on this call right now. So the audio I know is going like in and out. We're doing the best that we can. So thank you for sticking with us. But you said, Louis, that you're on track now for, you said before you were, and then now you are. So I would love to hear. <laughs> I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't say I'm completely on track, you know, that, you know, Miss Hilly probably don't want to hear this, but you know, it probably might not look like I'm going to be graduating this year, but it will be for sure that I will graduate just probably most likely not on time, but this year I'm definitely playing catch up because, you know, uh, in the beginning, I didn't do any work for my first three years of high school. I was just, you know, my school hated me. I ain't got to do all this work, you know, like why, you know, why I got to do this work if, you know, my teachers don't believe in me. My principal doesn't believe in me. And I get written up every day. There's no, there's no point. And it wasn't until Miss Hillary uh, pushed me and, you know, told me to do everything that I can to, to catch up. Because right now we're playing catch up. And if I could graduate this year, I, I definitely can. 
but I'm playing catch up right now. I did make up a credit for science, which is which is big for me because it was it was something that I really needed, and, and she helped me get to that. So hopefully I graduate on time this year. But if I don't, there's always next year. That's but I'm definitely gonna graduate. Yeah. That's it. I always assume that it's okay too. As long as you do what you have to do, it there's no we've emphasized in such a time frame of doing things, right? By this age, you gotta do this. In high school, you gotta figure out what you gotta do. In college, be straight. If you're a woman, have it's like like I tell them, like, don't worry about it because like nobody could have predicted the pandemic, for example, right? So now school is virtually schools are like upside down. Our life is upside down. So I always encourage them like don't put, you know, so much pressure on yourself, you know, and Lewis is playing catch up, but at least he's taking responsibility. He's owning up, you know, he's recognizing that, okay, in the past, I may have not put my overall because I felt like people didn't believe in me. But now that I do have people that believe in me, I'm going to do the work I'm going. And that is incredible. So I always tell him or other young people, like, don't be so hard on yourself because it's never too late to start. It's never too late to say, you know what? Now I feel ready. Now I have the equipped tutors, the mentors, the people, and I'm going to give it my all. And whether it's this year, next year, or the next summer, I tell him you're going to finish because he's worthy of getting that diploma. He's worthy of it. So, um, and the best thing is, you know, I always tell them, remember that getting something is for yourself at the end of the day, for you to feel that accomplished, not for the teachers or for family. Like, it's for you to do and say, you know what, I did it. And that's the significance of them accomplishing their goals. So I think that's really important to emphasize that it's never too late to start, no matter what age. You know, I believe you and I talk about business and ideas, and it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I think we just emphasize age and time so much that we lose sight of our dreams and we think we're too old or too young or so just for the audience, like it's never too late to start something or finish something. Never. And I vote and Katya, I promise we're gonna get to you. I, I promise. Um, I, I just want to emphasize on something that Lewis said because I think it's so important. Lewis, you said even if it's not this year, it's going to be, it's going to happen. And that is you met you're manifesting that. Like it's it's gonna happen. So when it happens, yes, whenever it does, you know. So by you saying that, that is very strong and very powerful and shows just how much you believe in yourself which is what we all need to do. So we all need to take a page out of your book. So thank you. Because many of the listeners on here, just so I didn't even explain this to you guys in the beginning, but many of the listeners on here, we're entrepreneurs. Those that listen, most of the glow friends are entrepreneurs and imposter syndrome is real. And I was saying this earlier to Joanne, I believe it's so hard to believe in ourselves sometimes. So by you saying that, Lewis, is huge. So huge. So you should be very proud of yourself. Absolutely. All right. Katya, and I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Yes, correct. Katya. Katya. And do you go by a nickname? Pat. Pat, all right. Kat. Yeah. Um, Hi. How? Okay, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my name is Katya. I am 23 years old. And I met Ms. Hillary. It's actually really funny. Mm. We were getting coffee at some cafe in Bergenline. I forgot the name. And I was with my girlfriend, with my friend, and she's actually in the in the organization as well. And we, me and her, always um, we have a really good connection because we've both gone through things, and we it's always been a good friendship. And I remember that they were talking about how, oh my gosh, you know, like we've gone through so much, and we've never gotten the help that we need to like understand it and to move on. 
and Miss Hillary comes in and she's like, yeah, this is my friend's cafe. Like, you know, just talking to us. I was like, okay, cool. And then she starts out, she asks us a question about like, what do we do? And I was like, oh, um, we're students, we work, whatever. And she's like, oh, I uh, have an organization and I'm looking for helpers. I was like, of course, we'll help you. Like we wouldn't mind helping you. And then actually like, she started telling us what she does. And me and my friend just cried because we're like, wow. Like we were literally just talking about how we need help, like with our situations. And she could like, she was like, right. Like she was our answer in minutes. Like it was a blessing, it's crazy. And I mean, I've gone through some things that I'm very like, it's weird to talk about, but um, she's been amazing. So Miss Hillary, thank you so much. She's been very amazing in understanding how to handle it. And uh, sorry, I get so, my voice cracks so much. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, she's been a guidance that I've never had. And it's, it's amazing, it's a blessing to have her. And yeah, let me stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and the beautiful thing is Kat and Araceli's are from my hometown. So they're actually from my neighborhood, from my hometown. It's a hometown that um, it's a very immigrant Latino community. It's very hard to get out. It's very similar to like East Providence, Rhode Island. And it's sort of like you don't see sometimes way out. And so when I met the, the two incredible young uh, women. Um, I just have a thing. Everyone that knows me knows I can talk to the wall. It's just my nature. And um, I just ask them about themselves, which is kind of weird, right? And we live in a society where we don't engage as much. And um, there, you know, Kat is an extraordinary young girl, man. Like you talk about inspiration, you talk about overcoming obstacles, adversity, bullying. Like she's one of the most strongest young women that I've ever met in my life. Like, and this is you know, and I'm 30, turning 36 this year. She's just an overcomer. She's a fighter. And the biggest thing that I, you know, love is that as many women, sometimes it's hard to talk about stuff that we've gone through um, because we feel ashamed, um, because we've been bullied, because we are, you know, women of color. So we're not supposed to have emotion. We're supposed to be strong and overcome things and stay quiet about it and be proper. And I think she's the epitome of what a strong young woman is. And I'm just overly excited and blessed to have her because her story and who she is is going to inspire many people and uh it's just phenomenal you know kind of how the universe or god and, and whoever you believe in i think when you're in alignment and you wish for someone it's funny because her and, and her friend that day were telling me you know we were asking that we wanted someone and i think you know being a woman of color being colombian from their neighborhood gave them that trust that they could be women who who they could relate to who really truly um, just one over like really, really the best for them. Like could understand them in such a purity uh, level without judgment. Um, because that's the other thing, unfortunately, women in our community were not as helpful and uplifting as we should be. But that's one of the things I want to teach all my young girls. And Kat is, is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. But yeah, we met at a cafe just by odd <laughs> And this was, this was the crazy part that this is going to be over. This is going to be our second year. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do you meet your kids? And I'm like, I, I really, they, they meet me. It's like, I'm kind of placed at a time and place where they need me. There's a higher calling and I'm just there. And 
I'm just honest of who I am. I'm very open about my life and what I've been through. And I think it helps them to trust an adult, right? Because it's also the lack of, I think a lot of times we teach kids like, well, I'm the adult, I'm the authority, listen to me. But I don't believe in that. I believe respect is earned. And I believe that if our young people feel that we genuinely want to help them and love them and support them, then they'll give us that same respect and love and, and, and work with us. So that's what we do not just myself but all the mentors and and just it's it's I'm very proud of um Kat you know especially because she's from my hometown and I know firsthand how hard it is so kudos to her and um and just I'm excited I'm really excited for them all because their future is so bright so incredibly bright and you know and everyone in the call are going to hear about these kids I call them kids out of carino by the way it's out of love because I treat them like if they were my own they're not kids obviously but they they will always be like that to me so I am excited because Angelique you know you've given us a platform you've opened up your heart and I'm excited because I really want to encourage all the audience to follow the, them and follow our journey because they are going to blow your mind. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them on TV and magazines being leaders and changing the world into a better place, influencing our young generation and ourselves as well. So it's incredible. I 100% I agree. And you actually, you went right into what I want to talk about very quickly next. Just my last question for you guys. Where is it that you see yourself or what is it that you're looking to do? If you know, because I know you may not know, and that's okay too. But what is it that you think you might be looking to do within your lives? Cot, cot, cot. Oh my God, cat. <laughs> it's okay, don't worry about it. I get called every other name but my name all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guilty of that all the time and I've always I'm horrible with names but I yeah no worries <laughs> so what I um so what I would like to do I'm actually majoring in social work at the moment so like what you did you got like went through a breakup and you turned that into something big that's what I want to do with my experience that's why I chose social work okay. so I want to turn everything that people view as in wow, she went through so much, that's so sad, to like, wow, like, look at her, she's going, she's doing so much, and we thought she wasn't going to make it, so that's what I'm trying to do with social work, and, you know, like, focus on young girls, or teenagers, kids, guys, even guys, like, guys go through the same thing we females go through, they're just not encouraged to talk about it, you know, and yeah. So I love that. I can't wait to see you doing all of that because you're going to inspire so many. We need more social workers like you. So who else? Who else? Anyone else? Arlene? Um, so I'm already like in what I want to do, which is medicine and I want to do pediatrics, but also um, I found I have a passion for politics. So there's some, I don't know what in politics yet, but obviously a mix of both. Congratulations. So can you um, tell us a little bit more about what it is that you're doing within pediatrics and in the field that you're working well, in right now? I'm not in pediatrics. I'm in medical school. I'm graduating in about 10 weeks, okay. but I'm applying to a pediatrics program. That's my goal, like to be a pediatrician. Congratulations. What you're doing right now is extremely <laughs> hard. So thank you, like I said earlier, but that is awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's hard, huh? Yes. And, and the imposter syndrome that you talked about, that is like, I don't know, like spread throughout medicine. Like everybody feels it. 
it's a uh, very bad. <laughs> so yeah, we did. We should talk more about that for yeah. sure. Please, I'm like you talk. Everyone needs to share their stories. That's how you're gonna inspire other people. So I could only imagine what you have to go through with like studying and then with other people, like academic. I I couldn't even imagine. I give you so much props for that. So can't wait to see you change the world. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone else? Lewis, yes. Uh. It's not like everybody else's, but uh, I want to be. I want to be in the UFC. I want to be. In the, I want to be an MMA fighter. That that's that's oh, what that's what. I'm... Oh my goodness! Don't I hope my son cannot hear because he would run in here right now to see who's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just it just goes hand in hand. I mean, in schools and just outside of school, I've gone to a lot of fights, never lost one, but I get in trouble for it. Wow. But we're gonna do it the right way this time. Yeah, we're gonna do it the right way. We're doing it the right way. It's something I'm good at, so you know it's a positive like, thing. No, but... Yeah, nah. Uh, but nah, MMA and you know making it to the UFC—that's something I want to do. And also, when I make the UFC, it won't stop there. I also want to do some charity on the side, you know, because I grew up homeless. You know, um, you know, I was homeless at one point in my life, so start so you know start a charity for for homeless people, get them back on their feet. And not only that, but, you know, pro, uh, uh, a charity for single moms, too. That's something I really want to do once I make the UFC. I feel like single moms, they don't really get, you know, enough, enough credit that they deserve, you know, such as my mom. You know, my mom's working, you know, a full-time job helping out at the, at the COVID hospital. So I feel like single moms these days, they don't, they don't get the, you know, they don't get the recognition they deserve for holding it down. So that's something I'm really interested in, too. I love that. And Louis, I don't, I have to just tell you, you have such a personality. I don't even know you like, and you totally, so please don't give up, like continue with what it is that you want to do. I was very curious to hear what it is that you wanted to do. And I'm not shocked like that. I'm like, yep, yep. I could totally see you doing that. It would be. And I love it. You know, it's funny because when my kids come to me, I always tell them, I will never discourage you in a dream as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. Well, I mean, that's just professional, I guess, but you know, and I think some of them, you know, people are like, well, how can you encourage? I'm like, because that's his dream. That's his journey. And if he doesn't try it, then we won't know. And the possibilities are endless. And it's going to teach him discipline. And, you know, it's going to teach him so many great skills. And the factor that he's going to take that to then do good with it is such a beautiful thing, right? Such a young person at 17 thinking like, I want to help single mothers. I want to help homeless because I know what that looks like. I know what that feels like. It's so beautiful. And that's what people need to realize about young people. Our young people, you know, I think we judge them by our social media and, and the news and what's out there. And it's always the negative, but how amazing a 17 year old is thinking already ahead. Like I want to get into this profession. I want to be an athlete but I also want to 100% do good with the proceeds and give back. Like that's mind blowing. And that's what people need to see in our young people, that they are givers, that they are good hearted. And that as long as we encourage them, imagine how incredible that would be. We had more of that in the world, starting and with our young people. Mm -hmm. And I agree. And, and Hillary, I have to say a, a lot of that is an testament to you, a, tes a testament to you and your program. Um, and that's why I fell in love with the program right away. As soon I was on the call with you guys, I was like, oh my God, this program is amazing. More people know about need to know about it. And this is exactly why I wanted you guys to come on and talk about it. Joanne, I have to put you on the spot. I'm sorry, but it's, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not. 
Um, so can I, I'm actually gonna say, so Joanne's actually one of my newest interns. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> so I will be continuing to put her on the spot and girlfriends, you're gonna hear more, more of Joanne. I'm gonna, get her, I'm gonna push her out of her comfort zone. She doesn't know it yet, but it's, it's about to happen. Um, I would just love to hear, I know, I know your thoughts and plans are kind of up in there, which is up, it's right. It should be that way. That's how I was too. But just a little inkling of what it is that you're looking to do possibly. Um, so let me start off by saying, this is my first time, like I've had uh, like calls with Miss Hillary and like everyone else that's in this group chat right now. But this was my first time actually hearing everybody's story individually. And it's, it makes me so emotional because like, I'm a person like I've gone through a lot, but I, with my personality, I just take the ugly and I just, I'm not really big on speaking about my feelings. I just, I rather just want to push forward and do better and, you know, just make a big impact. And I love how all of us always want to do that, you know, um, especially with the help of Miss Hillary. Um, so because of Miss Hillary, I actually, found out that all the little knickknack things that I like to do, I can turn it into a career. And something that I'm very, very big on is interior design. So I want to study interior design. I am currently in school for my general studies and I should be graduating, not on time, but I will be graduating eventually, just like Lewis. And that's with the help of Miss Hillary. Like she has definitely explained to me, like, you know, do not put yourself down. Like, like she said, there is so much expectations for this generation. And it's so upsetting because like, it makes us feel like we're not doing our very best or we're not even trying hard enough. And we're not, you know, singled out. Like we're just like, oh, you're just another kid. That's just, they're lazy, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be graduating maybe next year. So yeah, and then I'm gonna go into interior design, but with the help of you, Angelique, hopefully this internship can definitely just branch me off into something bigger and better because I can't wait. I'm I can't wait. <laughs> and I have to say, like, and once again, on behalf of you, Miss Hillary. Now I'm saying Miss Hillary. Um <laughs> it's okay. Even my friends call me Miss Hillary. It's so funny. It everyone. It kind of happened by accident. I don't personally uh, like my last name and it has a sentimental feeling because my father had left me. So when I started teaching, I remember advocating for myself as a teacher. Can I please be called Miss Hillary? And I really advocated for myself and I, you know, and it kind of stuck and everyone now called, it kind of became a brand without even a wanting to or forcing it. And now even yourself or friends or people who interview us just generally now call me Miss Hillary and I'm like it's, it's it's kind of you know it kind of makes me feel you know it's kind of funny but at the same time it's it's that and being a mom when my son calls me mom it's like part of the two proudest names that I have to be honest with you so uh Miss Hillary is right up there as being called mom and you know that feeling but uh, it, it's a very powerful thing so don't worry you can call me Miss Hillary. <laughs> Arlene I see you I see you, go ahead. Okay, uh, so just because like everybody's been saying like I didn't graduate on time and I just wanna share. Um, so I graduated from college in 2012. I walked 2013 because they only uh, hold the graduation once a year. 
And I didn't apply to medical school officially to 2015. Mm -hmm. um, I did like a little uh, program and that program if completed, I would enter medical school. Uh, it wasn't, it didn't go well for me because it was an, I, I was moving to a new place, like didn't have any friends there. I was by myself. So I reapplied again to medical school uh, August of 25th. So I started tw January 2015, applied again in 2015 and I'm 10 weeks from graduating. So it took a very long time. So you guys like, don't think, of, don't think about the time. Think about like the next thing you're going to do or the next thing you're going to do and just keep going. Cause like things are going to happen along the way. I even wanted to quit one semester. It was a semester I took off. I was like, Miss Hilly, I need time. I was like, no, like, I don't know if I, no. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. So I took a semester off and, <laughs> and she's a tech, like, she knows, like, I didn't do good on exams. Like you're supposed to be the smart person and know everything. And and think that you're supposed to get A's all the time and a doctor should not get less than A or some, I don't know what we tell ourselves every day. But anyway, she knows like, I passed my exams, but still I, I go into the exams like, oh my God, I'm gonna fail. And like, for, and she tells me, you're not gonna fail, you know the information. I'm like, no, Miss Hillary, like, I think my brain is gonna like auto delete. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> but no, but like, you guys, like you are gonna make it through. It's gonna take time and is what you want is not easy but is worth it like waking up every day to do that thing you love that's like the best feeling even on the bad days like I've had bad days and she knows this and I still get up to go to the hospital I still get up to get on the bus and I had a hard summer but she was there through it all and this is why what we do is very special and Louis seeing Louis there and he started making everybody cry <laughs> But that's what we do. We like get like emotional because we care about each other so much and we push each other forward. Oh. And yes, <laughs> that's what I want to share. Now with Irene, you know, and this is for anyone, you know, this goes into, I just think, you know, this podcast is being very special because anyone can relate to wanting to quit or you wake up one day with the pressure of the world and maybe you're thinking of suicide or depression, you know, you have depression, anxiety, stress, or giving up on that idea. Even as moms, it's hard, man. It's so hard as women, as young people and young men. And I think, you know, when she came to me that one school didn't work out, she actually had failed. And she was like, I can't, like, I just, all this money, all this time, like, I'm not good enough. I said, no, you can take a break. You're allowed to always take a break, but you're not going to quit on your dream. And she did that and she looked where she is now. And I love sharing her story because it has taken the nine years. We were talking about the other day. I'm like, Arlene, you realize it's taken nine years of hard work, of perseverance, but now you're here. Now we get to enjoy all the blessings. And what an important time in history for her to go into the medical world. Like I tell her, everything happens for a reason. And we need more women of color in the medical field to represent us, to represent our communities. So, and, you know, for she's the epitome of inspiration to our young people and to just people overall. So, you know, thank you. But yes, we, you know, I always tell, I think we, as adults and as, uh, you know, our communities, we don't show our emotions and we're very emotional as a group of our family. Um, and I encourage that because I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So uh, yes, we've all ended up with tears in our eyes today, but. <laughs> I see you, Yeah, let me add in after you, Joanne. <laughs> because like, 
so like me entering into um this organization like I, it was very hard in the summer and i haven't explained this to miss hillary because like i said i don't want to cry but <laughs> it it's very very emotional because like i said like i'm very 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 enclosed in and that's just because i come from a latina background you know it's it's, it's spanish background puerto rican my mom i raised i was raised with four girls two boys you know, um, my mom took in another boy and um, I just, I, you know, I really don't speak about my story, but always being into this organization and hearing each meeting, it's like, I tell myself now, like you've went through so much, you know, and you don't like to speak upon it, but it's something that can like, you know, it can inspire somebody else because it's something similar. And because of my determination has always woke me up and say, you know what? don't think about what you went through, just keep on moving forward. But as much as I hate it, like <laughs> this organization, like Miss Hillary just pushes me to just want to open up more, you know, and just right now, like it's, it's very, very risky to sit here and explain the things that I've, you know, my experiences and where I come from. But I can just say like, I can truly relate to each and one of you stories, like from not having any type of confidence to getting bullied to suicidal thoughts to sitting here questioning why was I not good enough because you know someone didn't look at me correctly or someone just didn't talk to me correctly you know but for the audience out there like this is why I like this I want to I, I want to explain to the world like how much this organized this organization means to me and like how much it can truly truly change you as an individual because whether you are the person that nobody looks at you know or nobody has that you know that they just like oh maybe you know they don't they don't have attention on you it's just like miss hillary gives you that chance you know and this organization it's great it's so great like there is and i don't mean like it because it, i'm a person where like i just i don't like to ask for help and I'm pretty sure Miss Hillary would have never even thought that because I ask for help now because I'm just like, I want to get it, you know? And that that's it. I feel like this this organization, it, it like wakes up your hunger, you know, for, for success. And again, success is everyone, it's, it's a different definition for each individual. So whether I want to become a CEO of my own company, or I, you know, someone else wants to become the president of the United States, like that definition of success, like Miss Hillary and this organization, it just, it wakes you, your hunger up. And it's just, it's so great. I honestly, I'm so thankful. So yeah, I don't want to cry, <laughs> but. All right, let me come in. Uh, um, so real quick, let me just say, um, uh, the brother that was taken in by Joanne, um, Elijah, uh, I didn't forget about him either. He, he'll probably listen one day like, yo, this man forgot about me. Nah, Elijah was there from the very beginning too. I love her brother, Elijah. Uh, he, he's amazing. Him and Miss Hillary have been there since day one, helping me out. But, you know, this is to all the people that are listening. And, and I want these people to listen like very, very closely. I want them to understand that four words can change a person's life. Four words can drive a person. The four words are, I believe in you. Those are the four words that Miss Hillary has said to everybody in the program. And look where we are now. So I want 
the people that are listening to this podcast right now to say those four words to somebody they know deeply down really needs to hear those words. I'm a wrestling fan. I want to share a quote with y'all that has stuck with me for, for a little bit now. Um, Brian Danielson, he goes by the name Daniel Bryan, and he said that if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. This man had so many injuries. He had a neck injury and was and it was forced to retire. Then he came back, busted his ass, and came back and is, you know, back to being a professional wrestler. So what I'm saying is if you fight for what you really believe in, and if somebody says, I believe in you, your dreams will come back and they will pick you back up. You have to put in that work, you have to put in that time, you have to put in that dedication. But believe me, when we all say this, it's not just us in the call, but all of us in the organization, that nothing's gonna last forever. And I mean that. From the bottom of my heart, nothing will last forever. Because we've been down that road. Miss Hillary's been down that road. You know, um, Angelique, she's been down that road. Everybody's been down that road. So it's a... there's going to be tough times, but at the end of the day, you're going to get through it. If you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. And if nobody's going to tell you, I'll believe in you. I don't don't, don't know who's listening to this right now, but I believe in you. I believe that you can, you know, make that drive to success. I believe that you can push yourself through anything, you know, even if it's just to get an A on a test or, you know, to cross an old lady across the street. I believe that you could do that. If you believe in yourself, put, put put your mind to it. We've all been, we've all been down that road. We've all gone through our struggles. You know, we've all we've all had our licks, but now it's time for you know for us to push through what we're going through. Doesn't matter how we do it, well, it does matter. Don't quote me on that. But it, you know, nothing lasts forever. We all gonna get through this together. One way or another, we all gonna get through this together. You know, don't give up. Fight for your dreams, and they'll fight for you. You know, I believe in you, and we all gonna be successful one day. We gotta put in that work, but at the end of the day, we've all been down that road, and I can't wait to see everybody as uh is gonna be in the next ten years. So it's gonna be dope. What a way to end, right, Angelique? I think you need to do a bag say, I believe in you, break up to makeup. Let's do that. <laughs> like, I have nothing more to say, Lewis. I know. It was like, like but that, that was the most beautiful ending. How honored and blessed am I have uh, that I am to be called their mentors. Um, it is, this is exactly why, and I thank you, Angelique, for giving us a platform to showcase them, to showcase their talent, their passion. Um, you know, Lewis is the perfect example of somebody who was told no so many times and nobody took an interest and it just took one person to say, I believe in you. Let's leave the past. Let's work towards the trauma and let's lead to the future. And uh, the same thing with all my ladies and Dory and all of them and everyone else is in the organization. So I also, you know, thank you to the audience who's listening. I hope you're inspired. I encourage you guys also to mentor and look out for young people. Sometimes it's just a smile. Sometimes it's advocating for them. Angelique, thank you for your incredible business and for your spirit of wanting to give back and helping. Not a lot of people do that, believe it or not. And I think you're the epitome of somebody who fought something so negative, turned into something so beautiful, is doing business, doing mastermind, being a mom, doing all this. And yet you still have the time to give back to Rose to Hope and our young people. And I'm sure that this opportunity they'll never forget it and it's a it's a huge gratitude to you and perfect example that when there's a will there's always a way there's always time to make a difference there's no excuse to never um spend a little bit of time to implement that seed you know our logo is a rose and we got inspired by rose from the concrete from tupac and i think you're you 
and anyone who's listening is an implementation that if we plant that seed with our young people, we water it, we give it love, we give it some sun, it's gonna bloom. And these, my young people are the rose um, blooming becoming something beautiful um and exactly what we need so thank you guys thank you the platform hey girlfriend breakups to makeup and everyone who's a part of this thank you so much thank you so much miss hillary and thank you to everyone that was on the podcast all of you um for sharing your stories i really really appreciate you guys coming on here um to the hey glow friends thank you for listening and all of the info is going to be in the show notes please 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 donate and help this amazing organization and until next time when i shine you shine we shine together glow friends <laughs>